I'm Danny van Poppel and uh, you're listening to uh, Quicklink Podcast. Welcome back to Quicklink Podcast, or hello if it's your first time. It's show 572 today. It's Tuesday the 26th of July on your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results from tarmac, track and between the tapes. Racing in France, Belgium, Slovakia and domestically today. Happy birthday today to Spanish national champion and Vuelta stage winner Jesus Harada of Cofidis, to two-time Tour of Britain stage winner Julian Vermolt of Alpsin de Koenig, and to Lorenzo Manzin of Total Energies. All three of those are racing Tour de Wallonie, which we'll cover today. Also celebrating today are Vuelta stage winner Danny Van Poppel of Bora Hansgrohe, and two-time Danish champion and Giro Donna stage winner Emma Norsgaard of Movistar. She's currently in action at Tour de France Femme Avec Swift, where she took fifth on stage one in Paris on Sunday. In the day's headlines, Mike Turnison looks set to move to Intermarché in the new year after spending six years over two spells with Jumbo Visma, with the rumour mill suggesting that Ghent Wevelgen winner Biniam Germay will be heading in the opposite direction. Turnison, who turns 30 next month, has six professional wins with Jumbo Visma to his name, including the opening stage of the 2019 Tour de France in Brussels. Dusan Arajevic made it back-to-back stage wins yesterday for Team Korotek at Vuelta of Venezuela after Stefano Gandan's stage one win. Gandan continues to lead GC. He has 23 seconds over Cesar Sanabria of the domestic team Fina Arroz ahead of today's third stage, which will finish after we publish this show. So, like today, we'll cover it in tomorrow's headlines. Similarly, we'll cover tonight's Fort Vale Colne Grand Prix, which is round five of the Men's National Circuit Series here in Great Britain. We'll cover that on tomorrow's show, as it won't finish until gone at 9pm, and I'm recording this at half five. Caleb Ewan has had successful surgery to, to remove the plate on the collarbone that he broke at last year's Tour de France, after reportedly struggling with shoulder and arm issues recently. Lotto Sidal said that he'll undergo further testing and medical examination before he resumes racing. Following yesterday's crash-strewn second stage of Tour de France Femme, neither Ali Wollaston of AG NXTG nor Amanda Spratt of Bike Exchange will take to the start line today. Three other riders DNF'd yesterday, Marta Cavalli of Francis de Jure, Wollaston's teammate Gaia Massetti and Laura Sousamilch of Planta Pura. Wollaston has broken a wrist, Massetti has had several stitches, but luckily no broken bones. FDJ report that Cavalli's hospital results were reassuring, but she did suffer concussion and is being monitored. Bike Exchange DS Martin Vespi reports no brakes for Spratt, but she's not mobile enough to race, and Susamilch suffered two broken vertebrae and will soon return to her native Germany in a neck brace for further treatment. The Quicklink team naturally wish all those riders the very best, and I hope they have a quick and smooth recovery. We'll start in Slovakia with time trial day at the European Youth Olympic Festival, being held in Banska Bystrica. 8.4 damp kilometres, though it did dry up for the end of the boys' race. It's a relatively flat out and back. Six riders representing Great Britain among the 173 cyclists from 37 nations. 78 starters in the girls' time trial this morning, and a gold on day one for Kat Ferguson, the national under-16 cyclocross champion. Her time of 12.11.58 was 3.5 seconds quicker than Paula Ostis of Spain, and 7.5 ahead of the Polish rider Anna Gaborska, who took bronze. Of the other Brits, Imogen Wolf was 7th at 26 seconds, and Caris Lloyd was 17th at 34. Now apologies if there's more detail for the boys than the girls, but we weren't around to watch the girls' morning livestream. 93 starters in the boys' race, with Sam Fisher, the first Brit off, in the early 20s, setting a good early pace, but halfway through it was Bent Kings of Germany, 
whose time of 11.10.7 put him in the hot seat. Irish rider Patrick Casey from our friends at Anexo Racing went second, until Seb Grinley blew everyone out the water as the first rider to go under 11. The rider immediately after him, Marceli Perra of Poland, then went second at 2.3 seconds to Grindley, moving Kings to third, and unfortunately, Casey off the podium. Ireland's third rider off the ramp, Seth Dunwoody, moved himself into third, 6.8 slower than Grindley, as Finn Tarling was making his way onto the start ramp, right on the opposite side of the road. Pavel Sumpik of the Czech Republic then going fastest, though the on-screen graphics weren't updating finishing times as I was typing this out. Tarling came home five riders later, missing out on the top five, but there were nine riders yet to follow him home, and the first of those was Patrick Gosserny of Poland, who went quickest with a time of 10.47.9, taking eight and a half seconds out of Sumpik and nudging Grindley into the bronze medal position. And as the 93rd and last rider came home, that's how it finished. Gold for Godcerny of Poland, silver for Supic of the Czech Republic, bronze for Grindley. Italian Marcelli was fourth, and Seth Dunwoody of Ireland held out for fifth. On Thursday, 57.8k for the girls and 65.8k for the boys in the road races. And now let's hear from Peter, he's on Twitter at PBXScribes, with day three of Tour de France Femme Avec Swift. Stage three of the Tour de France Femme was amazing. Um, you know, obviously get coverage all the way through because why would we do that for people? So, unfortunately, we haven't got a clue what happened at the start other than following vague Twitter posts led me to believe that lots of riders were on the attack early doors. Um, yeah, um, a, a few people tried to get away, including Mariana Voss, who's yellow jersey, um, Ellen Van Dyke. Uh, Femke Marcos and Pauline Allen were away when we joined coverage, um, which was after the first QRM point, which was won by Femke Geretzer ahead of Elise Chalet. That pattern was actually repeated at QRM 2 and 3. Um, so Geretzer has a substantial margin at the moment. Um, and after that, it, it seemed to kind of go in a, a pattern of people trying to attack, but nothing really sticking. Eventually, uh, with about 40 to go, Amir Lusik and Borghese got away um, from Canyon Shram and uh, Education First Silicon, uh, Tipco Silicon Valley Bank. Um, but then Amir Lusik ended up alone um, with a few riders in between. Um, she had about a minute with 32.7k to go. And took the intermediate sprint on her own. Um, Micha Predewald was second. Lotte Kopecki in third, followed by Voss, Audrey Cordon Rago, uh, Basimo, Romy Casper, uh, Vivas, and, and then a, a few others um, just rolling through. No real contest for the in, intermediate sprint. Um, and yeah, then we got to the Côte de Moutigny, and that's when it really kicked off. Um, it looked to be a, a group of about 12, all told, um, seemed to separate from the rest of the field. Um, and at the top of it, Demi Vollering took the maximum points, um, followed by Liana Lippert and Elisa Balsamo. And then it all got a bit crazy um Ashley Mormon Passio 
uh, with Liana Lippert, Marie Garcia, Sylvia Persigo, Lisa Longaborghini, Annemiek van Vleuten and Demi Vollering were in a lead group with Mariana Vos, Cecily Utrup Ludwig and Juliette Lebus behind in group two. Lippert and Vollering actually crashed um, going around a corner almost in synchronicity. Um, Vollering went down first and Lippert kind of um, just, you know, jump scared herself. Um, heavy break, round a corner, um, just instinctive reaction. You know, anyone would do it. But they both went down, um, leaving Ashley Mormon, Passio Marvi Garcia, Persico, Longo Borghini and Van Vleuten up ahead with Voss, Ludwig and Labus trying to chase and then Vollering and Lippert getting back on. That ended up becoming two groups um, with Noviodoma, Demi Vollering and Faulkner joining um, with Voss, Utter Ludwig and Labus. And with 6.8 to go, it was a group of 10 or 11? 11, apologies, um, Lippert had completely gone because of that crash. Um, she was in a group about a minute back at this stage. And that's when they hit the bonus climb and attacks came in because you want to get the, the extra seconds. Um, Elisa B- Longo Borghini got free. New, uh, Cassia Nuviadoma got two seconds off and Ashley Mormon Passio got one. That created a gap to those uh, from those three to... Voss, Utter Ludwig, Mavi Garcia and Persico, and Annemiek van Vluten got dropped. It was quite a shock to see. Um, although, in the lead-up to the bonus climb, we're about 1k to go until the summit, and they went, oh, let's just show you Audrey Cotton Rougeau for a, a good 30 seconds for no apparent reason. Oh, they're nearly at the top. Great. Um, quick, let's get back to the main group. Um, but yeah, they, they dropped... Um, and Meek van Vluten, but she kept working. With 1k to go, she got back on, and the group was back to how it was. Um, and they kind of just... Vollering set the pace initially on that final climb. Nuvia Doma went for it, 300 to go. Voss, Ashley Mormon, Passio, and Utter Ludwig followed. And you could just see Utter Ludwig had something extra today. Um, the bad luck of FDJ Suez... Uh, Futuroscope um, kind of spurred her on to do better today um, and she kind of danced past everyone uh, and took the win. Is amazing to see. She's understandably very emotional um, and she's just the happiest soul anyway so I'm I'm super happy for her. Um, I have no direct allegiances to anyone but I'm super happy that um you know, she's one of the fan favourites and I'm glad she got some joy. Um, Voss got second, so keeps hold of the yellow jersey. Mormon Passio in third, Persico fourth, Lisa Longo Borghini in fifth, Cassia Nuviadoma in sixth, Mavi Garcia seventh, Volering in eighth, Juliette Lebus in ninth and Annemiek van Vleuten in tenth. She was about 20 seconds down by the time the climb had finished. Then Kristen Faulkner came back, passed in 11th, about a minute down, and everyone else is further back than that. Today really scattered everyone. 
obviously we've got mountains to come, so some time gaps could come back. But I'm willing to bet that the winner of the overall has come from that lead 10. Um, and as shocking as it is to say, I don't think it's going to be Anamik. I think she's done too much in the Giro. Um, I'd like to see Utrecht Ludwig win it. She seems to have a climbing form, um, although she did lose heavy time. But, you know, you can get that back. Um, see what happens on stage four. Staying in France, Nantes is hosting the BMX Racing World Championships, which began today. The cruiser categories raced today with 15 titles being handed out. Four went to France, two each to the USA, Brazil and the Netherlands, and also scooping gold across the age categories were riders from New Zealand, Japan, Colombia, Australia, and one for Great Britain, Oliver Kendall, in the under-14 boys. It's the boys' 12s and girls' 13s. That's tomorrow's medal events. The senior medal races are held Thursday and Friday. Back to the road, and today is the Queen stage at the Etias Tour de Wallonie, which saw Robert Stannard of Alperson de Koenig as the overnight GC leader, four seconds ahead of 2019 winner Loic Vliegen of Intermarché, with 12 other riders within a minute of the overall. Five classified climbs today on a lumpy day from Derbe to Colvan, with 3,290 vertical metres over 201 kilometres. 42 KOM points on offer, Victor Campenart starting the day on 50 to Gianni Vermeersch on 44, with Stage 2 winner Oya Lazcano on 30. Alex Aramburu leading the sprints classification by a single point from a trio of Lazcano, Dili and Stannard. Two non-starters today taking us down to a field of 134. Fabian Dubi of Total Energies and Otto Vergard of Trek Segafredo not signing on. No news at time of recording from either rider or either team. Six riders made the day's early break then ahead of the first climb 20k in. Health Kenneth B- Van Bilsen of Cofidis, Cameron Wurf of Ineos, David Ballerini of Quickstep, Ivo Oliveira of UAE, Thies Ertz of Balaas Trek and Jose Rojas of Movistar. He was the best place on GC of the lot at almost nine and a half minutes. They were let go and with 60k and two climbs under their belts, they were seven minutes up the road. Ballerini was the first over coat to Amonese, Ertz was the first over Forno Saint-Michel and Oliveira through the intermediate sprint, the first of three today, in between those two climbs. The gap came down to two minutes by the time the front six hit the foot of the third climb of the day, that's Cote de Davides, 80k in, and Thies Ertz added another 10 KOM points to his total, ahead of Rojas and Ballerini. Victor Campenarts of Lotto Sudal, Dries de Bont of Alpesan, with Shane Archbold and Jonas Koch of Bora tried to bridge across, but they weren't allowed to escape up the road, as the break extended their lead back out towards four minutes, with 112k raced, 88k from home, and 40k until the day's second intermediate. That gap grew back out over five minutes, just outside 60k from home, a crash involving three riders from Sport Vlandron towards the back of the bunch, Sander de Pestel climbing back on after some attention to his left elbow, Lawrence Nason of Asher Desert also caught up in the tangle. Tissette leading the break through the first passage of the finishing line ahead of a final 53km loop, and on to the penultimate climb, Cote de la Hermitage, a few riders suffering mechanicals over the first half of the lap, and with 25k to go, the front six had seen their gap reduced back down to two minutes as Van Bilsen was first through the final prime of the day in Presgol. Into the final 10k, Ballerini, Rojas and Oliveira were the last three standing from that original six-man break, as a chase group, including Rob Stannard, got across to the three men now in Group 2, and they dragged themselves back across to the leaders. After the final climb, with just a 5k run down into town, there were 12 riders in the front group, Ballerini of Quickstep, Oliveira of UAE, Rojas and Aramburu from Movistar, Skelmos of Trek, Oiterbrookers of Bora, 
Rota and Gamay of Intermarche, Goldstein from Israel, Van Gils of Lotto, Martin of Koftis, and race leader Stannard from Alpassan. On the descent, Skelmos, Rojas, Ballerini, and Oliveira opened a gap to the others, so Aramburu certainly wasn't going to do any work in this new chase group. The four were still clear past the Flamme Rouge, baffling tactics by Intermarche, who were just not working with the rest of them to try and close that group down. And they left it far too late, the quartet making it home. David Ballerini of Quickstep Alpha Vinyl with the win, his second after the year after taking Omloop Het Newsblad. Jose Rojas of Movistar in second, Ivo Oliveira of UAE in third, Matthias Gelmas Jensen of Trek Segafredo in fourth, just holding off the bunch, who were 25 metres back as Ballerini crossed the line. Biniam Gamay of Intermarche taking fifth in that bunch kick. Stannard stays GC leader in tomorrow's final stage. It's just shy of 215k from La Roule to Chapelle Hellemont. There's eight cobbled sectors, just one classified climb though, at a Cat 2 70k in, and there are three intermediate sprints within 30 kilometres of each other, coming 25k from home. Tomorrow, on the road, the two-day Point One Vuelta a Castilla a Lyon begins, Tour de Wallonie concludes, Tour de France Femme heads into the Champagne country, there's minor UCI stage race action getting underway in Poland and the Alsace. We'll be back tomorrow, where we'll also have the news from tonight's Kong Grand Prix. We'll see you on the other side. Take care. You've been listening to Quicklink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. You can find us across social media at QuicklinkPod, or you can contact us by emailing show at quicklinksports.com. Share the show, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now.